Well, good morning, and God bless all of you. My name is Thomas Wright, and I'd like to spend some time this morning by sharing some thoughts on a topic that's dear to me, and that's the topic of reentry. The importance of and the challenge of embracing, welcoming, and walking beside men and women who exit prison, jails, treatment centers, homeless shelters, while they attempt to transition back into our communities. My prayer is that you'll leave today with an understanding that spiritually, foundationally, there isn't a vast difference between someone who leaves a prison or, or some sort of captivity and someone who's never lived inside a brick and mortar prison. As an introduction, as Arif had mentioned, I met him while I was living at the Volunteers of America. It's a federal halfway house in Minneapolis. I was released to the VOA after serving a five-year sentence for a series of bank robberies. Over the course of that sentence, I lived in five different federal prisons between the Midwest and the East Coast. That experience, as well as the experience of transitioning home, revealed some pressing needs for men and women who leave similar settings needs that the system is not able to, to meet or address, and by no fault of their own. While incarcerated, a series of events led me to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and it's only by his grace that I'm here today and not inside a prison again, possibly serving a life sentence. Early on during my spiritual birth, there was a verse of scripture that jumped out and changed, started the process of changing my old distorted worldview into a, a biblically-based worldview. It's from the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 1. And it, it reads, For the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor, to comfort the brokenhearted, to proclaim release for the prisoner and freedom for the captive. The reason the verse resonated and, and touched me is I instantly understood that I was that captive. I was that prisoner. And not in a literal sense, although I was in a prison at the time, but on a deeper inner realm. I was captive emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, and in numerous other ways. All the while, I was imprisoned before ever entering a prison. Sadly, society had to remove me from the community. In a sense, I was kicked out of society as a result of my choices and behaviors. Thankfully, God at work in me freed me from the self-made prison and soon released me from the brick-and-mortar prison. 
In essence, while I was imprisoned, I discovered what freedom was. For years, I had allowed myself to be held captive deep within and ultimately within a federal prison. And it was one of the better things that happened. That is, until Christ in a series of life walkers entered my life. And I'll touch more on life walkers in a moment. I'd like to, one of my life, two of my life walkers, Arif, and my employer, who's here, Brett Thielen. Brett, if you, so people can see you. Arif and, and Brett entered my life, men with a, with a much clearer vision of what life and purpose was than I had. I can imagine that there are many of you here who already are life walkers and many who are potentially real-time life walkers. And again, I'll talk more about life walkers in a second. Instrumental to the success of somebody leaving a prison or a jail or a treatment center is, is we transitioned our neighborhoods. Mentors, accountability partners, those who are actively engaged at role modeling what life is. Employers like Brett are huge. Congregations like, like you are critical during that transition period. Life walkers, specifically it's, it's men and women who are willing to reach out, embrace, walk beside, and teach those who are lost, those who lack a life vision, those who are broken, to teach concepts of relationship and love and, and family and forgiveness and, and hope and just what it means to be accountable to others, to oneself, to God, and accountable to our community. As, as you probably know, life is built upon and growth occurs as we walk life beside someone else. I was, for many, many years, one of those who was lost and terribly misguided until, again, Christ and a group of men and women, like many of you, walked life with me. Maybe, possibly, someone here today can relate to times of hopelessness and, and despair and shame and guilt and inner disappointment, mistrust of others, those feelings, that place where those feelings can put some of us is a prison itself. I was, I was in that place, which is that place of lost and, and hopelessness, which is why that Isaiah scripture jumped out whether it's a result of abuse or addiction or, or gambling or, or pornography or food or, or poverty. Captivity 
is captivity, whether it's figurative or literal. I'm confident that many of you would find you have much more in common with those of us who leave a prison or a treatment center or a homeless shelter or jail, you have much more in common we do than you might imagine. You see, many, many of those who are in our prison system, in our jails, and again, treatment centers, we're not that much different from those who've never been there. And it's that latter group, those who've never been in a penitentiary, that God brought into my life to help rewrite the final chapters of my life. Today I recognize the importance of and the necessity of relationship and community. The rebuilding of community, the rebuilding of relationships and building of relationships rather than tearing them down. When imprisoned, the element and the concept of time changed. The clock, the minutes, they move much slower, much, much slower. Life is almost on pause. During my five-year sentence, it was a time of self-investment. It was a spirit and a faith-based retreat for me. During that time, the concept of community and relationship became clear, just where it fit into my life. My absence from the community, my separation from Minnesota, amplified the need for and my part in community, relationship, and reaching out to others. Until prison and Christ and, and my mentors, the life walkers, I was little value to others. I lacked skill in connecting with life and with what purpose was and is. And that's possibly where some of you may come in. That is to life walk with someone else. Someone like me. Someone lost and misguided and not certain how to change, not certain where to start. We only know what we know and for many of us, what we know keeps us stuck. Again, my, my prayer is that today you'll leave with, with a better understanding of how similar those who are literally incarcerated, just how, how similar each of us are, whether it's captivity, to, to some life circumstance or imprisoned literally, we're tied in together. And with that, I'd like to close with that Isaiah verse again. It's Isaiah 61.1, For the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. The Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to comfort the brokenhearted, to proclaim the captive released and the prisoner freed. Thanks, and God bless.